Romans, the fifth chapter. Now, go ahead and turn me on, little brother. Hallelujah. Now, these things we're teaching about the grace of God is the most important thing that you can hear in the Word of God. Now, it covers everything from your salvation to your healing to every part of God's redemption. It's totally been done by grace. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So if you don't ever get a hold to anything else that's been preached here, you get a hold to what we're talking about. Can you say amen now? Romans, the fifth chapter, we'll start in the 15th verse. We'll start in the 14th verse. It'll give a little more understanding. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses. One of the most, do you know 99 and two thirds percent of the Christians don't even understand what he's talking about there. If you ain't been around here at least two months, you don't know what I'm talking about. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that had not sinned after the similitude of Adam's transgression, who is a figure of him that is to come. Now, to understand correctly the word of Almighty God, not just the New Testament, but the Gospels, Old Testament, all of See, you cannot understand clearly, Gentiles can't understand what he's saying there unless you understand the Pauline Revelation. Amen. Now, he's just saying there, something ruled from Adam to Moses. What? Spiritual death. It came about because Adam stood for the whole of mankind. But he was a figure of him that's coming. Now, there was Adam 1 and Adam 2. Adam 1 got us in trouble, but Adam 2, the Lord Jesus Christ. See, he is the last Adam. He stood for all of mankind. See, that gospel has never been preached. We've never preached to the sinner that God's already set you free, that God's already forgiven you. God's already made you righteous. See, that God has nothing against you. See, we, we want to pray with someone, oh, that God will forgive. No, God's done forgiven. God's already legally saved everyone in the whole world. Now, unless they receive it, they'll go to hell. Now, they've got to receive what Jesus has done for them. So, death reigned, or spiritual death. People that were under the control of the spirits of wickedness. See, they ruled from Adam to Moses. Why Moses? Because when Moses came, he was given the law. You had to do this. You had to do this. You had to sacrifice this. You had to do this to be pleasing to God. See, now he instituted the sacrifices. They sacrificed the lambs, the turtle dove, they, whatever their sin was, they, they would have to sacrifice for it. That's all he's saying. It ruled to Moses. Now, the blood of animals covered their sin. Now, Hebrews 9, 12 said, not by the blood of goats and calves, but by Jesus' own blood. He entered in one time into the holy place. He's not going back. He don't have to go back to do anything for you. He finished the work. 
you are totally redeemed right now. You are now in the kingdom of Almighty God. You're in the kingdom of heaven right now. You won't be any more in heaven when you get there than you are right now. You've been translated out of the kingdom of darkness into the blessing or the kingdom of Almighty God. Praise God. So the 15th verse said, but not as the offense, Adam's offense. He failed. He committed high treason. So also is the free gift. For if through the offense of one Adam, many be dead, much more, much more, the grace of God and the gift by grace which is by one man, Jesus Christ, has bound unto many. Now, let me read you a translation of, of, of that verse. It'll help. Last part of that verse said, but the grace of God and the free gift which came through the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, came in far greater flood tide of the power of of Almighty God to mankind. Now this thing that happened, now listen to me, this thing that happened with Adam, he failed. He committed high treason. I mean, he was separated from Almighty God and because of that, he stood for all mankind. He said, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But bless God, God sent another Adam. God sent somebody else. This is, this isn't he just brought grace. This man was grace. This man was grace in action. Praise God. Hallelujah. What he did, it was bigger than anything Adam done. It more affected, I mean, he annihilated, he blew that old way out and brought a brand new life. He blew out the failure and the sin conscious and a failure conscious and you trying to please God by what you do. See, by Moses, it came the law. You had to do this. You had to do that. He got the Ten Commandments. You know the Ten Commandments ain't written to you? The Ten Commandments, you're not under them. That's Old Testament. Bless God, the laws of God. He said, I'm going to write it all in your heart. And he said, you got a new law now. It's the love of Almighty God and I'm going to shed it abroad in your heart. I'm going to put it in there. Well, I'm going to try to love folks, right? Well, you way late. God's done put you something in there. This whole thing's God. This is God doing something for you. This is God taking the responsibility for the fall of Adam and putting the price out there. Nobody else. He searched through heaven. There wasn't nobody else. You're going to have to go, boy. It ain't no more. I can't sit. You got to go. Now, you got to go in such a way you got to be a man. You can't go as God because you're going to have to be born as a, as a human being. A human being got him in trouble named Adam, but bless God, I'm going to send another going to be born by a woman, born just like every other man, but blessed be God, he had the genes of his father in him. Hallelujah. That's why you must be born again where you can have God's genes in you. Change daddies. 
Hallelujah. 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 Religion says Jesus Christ came to this earth and performed miracles to prove that He was God. That's the biggest lie that's ever been put on humanity. He came to this earth as a man. He stripped Himself of all His deity. Didn't, do you know He grew in wisdom and knowledge and favor with God and man? He learned obedience by the things He said. Let me tell you something. Your God don't have to grow. But Jesus was a man. And He grew in this thing. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. So he said, 15th verse again, not as the offense, so also is the free gift. Now we're talking about the offense of Adam, but the free gift of Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now let me read you this. This is real good. But the grace of God and the free gift which came through the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, came in a far greater flood tide of power to all mankind. This flood tide come. this is called a grace. But the grace of our God, the free gift of grace, it come in a flood tide. It overflowed all your sin. It overflowed all your tomorrows. Hallelujah. It overflowed all your blessings. Let me read you Lovett's translation. Love it. The free gift that comes to us through Jesus Christ far exceeds any damage done to us by Adam's fall. That's simple enough, ain't it? That's simple enough. The free gift. So here's a free gift that comes through Jesus Christ far exceeds the damage done to us in Adam's fall. That just boils it down. That's why we read out of them translations. It just boils it down to there it is. What do you mean? I'm, he said, I'm offering you a gift. What is the gift of grace? What will it do? It'll blow that all that old sin nature and sin. It'll blow it out of the saddle, man. If you'll receive it. If you'll think like God thinks, instead of think like a bunch of religious folks, religion always wants you to do something to be pleasing to God. Well, you're not praying enough. You hadn't witnessed enough. You're not reading your Bible enough. You're not. You're not. That's why you ain't got this. Why you ain't blessed God? God's already done something about you. What did He do? He provided grace. The man, the Lord Jesus Christ, died for us that we could be totally set free from any kind of sin consciousness. People's always so sin conscious, they don't, my Lord, I've sinned. My Lord, I've done this. Well, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt you've done it. But it's paid for. It's paid for. It's paid for. If the God of the universe said it's paid for, it's paid for. Right. The free gift. Let me read that one more time. The free gift that comes through Jesus Christ far exceeds any damage done to us by Adam's fall. Well, what do you mean? See, the reason you've got to be born again, you had a sin nature. 
It wasn't just the sins doing something wrong. The Ten Commandments, he gave them to curb sin where it kind of hold it down. But he didn't hold it down all that good. Them folks backslid. I mean, they'd come to the Jordan River and God said, that's your country. And said, we can't go. Failure, look them right in the face. I mean, one big old giant would come along named Goliath and we can't whoop him. God called unbelief sin. Well, how many of you know you're a believer now? You got the belief of God in you. You got the faith of God. God has given you something. By grace was you saved through faith. You full of the God kind of faith now. Amen. God wants you to know you got it. I mean, you are what God wants. You are it. Well, brother Sullivan, it don't seem like it. Well, quit seeming. Quit your seeming. Well, what's, well, that ain't the way I was taught. I don't doubt that. That's why you're in the shape you're in. Huh? See, you need to get a hold of what God's done for you instead of you trying to do something. Well, if I could just do this. Well, if I could just do that. No, God's already done something for you. Praise God. Turn back a couple pages. Romans 3, 24. Hallelujah. Romans 3, 24. 23rd verse that all of sin comes short of the glory of God. 24th verse. He said, but something's happened. Being justified. Who's been justified? We have. Being justified freely by His grace. Didn't cost you nothing. You ever heard folks say, it'll cost you to serve God. It sure will. It'll cost you hangovers. You want to know what it'll cost? It'll cost you lack, worry, waking up not knowing what tomorrow brings. You get a hold of the grace of God, you'll say, bless God, every tomorrow I have has been anointed by God. It's already been handled by my God. Hallelujah. Every victory is already yours. Every failure, there's anointing of God on it to go right on through it. Not hang around it. Most preachers, if they didn't have sin to preach on, wouldn't have nothing to say. Demon of this and demon of that. Lady sat in my office not long ago and all she could talk about was what the devil had done. And then she finally looked at her husband and said, and he's got a devil. And I helped him out real good. I, look, I looked at her and I said, yeah, and I can tell you where he got it too. <laughs> Amen. You know, if the devil's defeated, why should I be concerned with him? If Jesus now has all power, when he's raised from the dead, said all power is given unto me in heaven and earth. That leaves how much for the devil? If he's got it all, that leaves zero. Well, what's he got? He's got deception. He wants to fool someone into talking about you. He wants to fool someone into saying something, someone coming against you or something, hold something against you about your past. Kind of like a preacher here in town knocked on one of my members' door 
And he, he said, I want to invite you to church. He said, I go to church. He said, where you go to church? He said, oh, you know out there at Buzzy Sullivan's? said, oh, my God. Oh, said, that fellow's got a past. I don't, I don't doubt everyone here has got a past. Amen. 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 I ain't worried about no past. Do you know the man connected to that past? God killed him. You are a new creation. You're not some old creation made over. You're not someone that God just give eternal life. No, bless God. That old man was blowed out of there. He said he died. He was buried. He was crucified. God buried him and there's no record of him ever living. Yeah, but if I sin now, what about that? What if you do? You mean the blood of Jesus ain't good enough for you? The grace of God, the grace of God covers this thing. The grace of God puts you in right standing with Almighty God. Not by works that you have done. Amen. Now listen to him here. 24. Being justified freely. How? By his grace. Through the redemptions that is in Christ Jesus. Well, how'd you get saved? By grace. How'd you get set justified? You know what justified means? That means righteous. You've been set in right standing with God. You mean I'm in right standing with God? Yeah. If God's got it, you can have it. You got standing with God. A permanent standing with God. You have a permanent standing. The minute you get born again, filled with the Spirit of Almighty God, you have a permanent standing with God. You can't lose your standing with God by how you act, how you've done, how you've failed, how you've sinned, because it don't depend on you. It's a free gift given by Jesus Christ. Well, I know someone that, that got saved, and you know they ain't really live right. Well, just wait a minute. Your job ain't to just judge them. I was going hunting one morning before daylight, and I, I come through smack over, and there's a fellow leaning up against a trailer. I mean, before daylight, and he was drinking them Miller sodas. And I knew he was in trouble, son. I done had to do that. I just stopped there, prayed with him. He asked Jesus to come into his heart. I didn't even ask him, do you want to? I said, I stopped, pray with you, get saved. And I, he got saved right there. I told his neighbor. Neighbor told me a week or so later. said, well, he didn't really get saved. I seen him out there. He was drinking beer again. He did. said, he didn't get nothing. I said, I prayed with him. He's saved. About a month or so later, she come calling. said, guess what? My neighbor just got saved. Said he quit drinking beer. No, it just finally took hold of what he had. Amen. Are you listening to me? Oh, he come down front at the church. Lord, have mercy. I'd rather than stayed out and get under that kind of stuff. You listening to me? Just get under that kind of condemnation. See, he said, therefore, there is now no condemnation. Why? Because Jesus is your standing. You think you can stand or do something better than what Jesus has already done for you? Do you think that you can add to one thing that Jesus did at the resurrection? 
that will improve your standing with Almighty God. Huh? Praise God. Arthur S. Way translates that verse. He said it was an act of charity, an act of free grace on his part. This way God wants it. If he didn't want it like this, he wouldn't have made it like this. If he didn't want it like this, that he set you free. He set the worst, filthiest, vile sinner in the world. He's already free. He just don't know it. You know why? Because the church ain't told him. You know why they ain't told him? They don't know it themselves. They're bound up worse than heathens. You listening to me? They still fight over whether speaking in tongues is of the devil or not. They're still fighting over where the healing is for today. Amen? Amen. Religion's worse than the devil. It's an act of charity. You know what charity is? That's love in action. That ain't just talk. Well, God love it. Well, that ain't worth 15 cents. Well, God loves you. That ain't worth nothing unless it's some kind of action that backs it up. He backed it up with giving his only son. He said, for God so loved. Said, God so much in love with you, bless God, he gave part of himself. You know, the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost are one. God gave part of himself. That he could reproduce. He planted a seed that he could reproduce himself in you. New English Bible said, justified by God's free grace alone. How you justified? How you made righteous? By His free grace alone. Well, now I'm trying to live right. Ask somebody, ask the Christian. Uh, are you going to heaven? Yeah, how come? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to live right. I, I don't sin. I, you know, I don't dip. I don't chew. I don't go with the girls that do. And I quit dip, fooling them, the old lip full of snuff. I quit them. See, always trying to please God. Let me tell you something. Jesus has already made you pleasing and there's nothing else that has to be done that is a finish line drawn in the sand. And he said, bless God, the minute you step over it, ain't nothing can get you out of my hand. Praise God. He said, I got you. He said, the love of God got you. Not talking about what a sinner you are. See, Old, Old Testament kept them, Moses' law, kept them under sin consciousness. That's all they thought about. Once a year, they had to come present themselves to the high priest and make sacrifices for their sin. Kept them a constant reminder that you ain't nothing but a sinner. See, that's what most Christian uh, uh, churches do. They got altars down at the front where they can squall you out. Come down here and confess your sin. Come down here and tell, tell God all about it. He don't care nothing about hearing all that junk. How about tell him, thank you, Lord, for the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, that you've set me free. Thank you, Lord, the grace has been extended to me. 
and it can't be taken back. It's a free gift. See, the thing about a gift, you got you to gotta receive it. It's yours. Here it is. Get it. Well, that sounds too good to be true. It is. It's too good to be true. But it's true. Hallelujah. Grace is God's unconditional love for you with no strings attached. There is not a condition in His grace. You don't have to do one thing. It is nothing. You don't have to do anything to qualify. Jesus done qualified you. You already qualified to receive it. Here it is. Here's a free gift. What is it? Grace. God's unconditional love. God's unconditional healing. God's unconditional salvation. God's unconditional wealth. It's yours. See, you ain't going to get it unless you receive it. Get your thinking right. Praise God. Praise God. Grace is God's total blessing that He could not bless you more than grace. And he can't add nothing to it. When you get to heaven, you won't be any more blessed than you are right now. Well, Brother Sullivan, you don't know what shape I'm in. Yeah, I know what shape you're in. It's you that don't know what shape you're in. You need, you know... He wrote a song when I was a young man. I just checked in to see what condition my condition was in. Well, you need to check in and see what your condition is. What kind of condition are you in? I was in a pitiful shape. How come? Well, I don't know. I know I ain't pleasing to God. I know I've been away from God. I've been away for five years. I've been backslid. That ain't even a term in the New Testament. Do you know backsliding ain't in the the New Testament? That's Old Testament heathen talk. How are you going to backslide out of God's hands? Has God got you or who's got you? Huh? He said, ain't nobody can get you out of my hand. Well, if can't nobody do it, then I believe that. If he can't get me out of God's hands, then I'm in the blessings of God. I'm in the kingdom of God. I'm in the kingdom of heaven. He's translated me out of that. I got born again out of one kingdom into another. Not under that old Adamic law or Moses' law, but under the kingdom law of love that's unconditional towards me that nothing can take it away from me. Hallelujah. Grace keeps you justified. Grace keeps you in right standing with God. Grace does. It keeps you there. See, over in Jude, he said, unto him that's able to keep you from falling. You believe? Give him credit. He's got ability to keep you from failing. Well, what if I fail? Grace caught you. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> yeah, but you don't know what I've done. I don't even care. Once you see, grace is God's ability in you to say no to sin. I ain't looking around trying to sin. See what I can get away with. Amen. Paul said, "I can do anything I want to." Said all things are lawful for me, but said they ain't expedient. Said I I won't do them. Said I got something working in me. 
said, I got something working in me greater than everybody in the world. Said, I've got something in it. What is it? It's the grace of Almighty God, the unconditional love that I love you so much, I'll never let something happen to you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Grace keeps you in a position always ready to receive. Always. Turn to the fifth chapter of Romans again. Praise God. 17th verse. For if by one man, Adam, you ought to write that in your book where you know what he's talking about. For if by one man, Adam's offense, reign, death ruled, death reigned by one. It ruled and reigned, death. See, Jesus went through death that he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil, and deliver them who all their lifetime lived in fear. Fear of what? Death, sin, sickness, disease, failure, poverty, all this stuff that came with the fall of Adam. Bless God, he went through all that as your substitute, as your stand-in, as your agent, are the one acting for you. Hallelujah. Do you know you've been raised up now and sit together in heavenly places? That's what God thinks about you. Now listen to it. For if by one man's offense, death rule reign by one much more, something better than what Adam done, they which receive, what? The abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness they'll reign in life by one Christ Jesus. Now death reigned, but something else much more got him. Jesus went through this death. He was crucified, died, and was buried, descended into hell, stayed under the hand of judgment three days and three nights until you had a God, the Father, would say, that's enough, enough, enough's been paid. He paid for the whole of humanity much more that which he done is affected the world more than Adam. More than sin. Anybody can receive Jesus, receives his life, his nature, his DNA. God living on the inside of you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's read that again. For if by one man Adam, offense... Death rule, reign, dominated, it was king. Much more, they which receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall rule, reign, dominate, be a king in life by one Jesus Christ. 19th verse. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, See, most folks don't even know Adam stood for him. They have no idea. They just thought they woke up one morning and they was a sinner. See, sin is not what bothered God. It was the sin nature. See, you did not have an Adamic nature, but a satanic nature. Jesus told the religious people of that day, said, you are of your father, the devil. See, but you done changed daddies now. You got a new daddy. You've been redaded. 
You know, he told Nicodemus, you must be refathered. You must be born again. Most translations said you must be refathered from above. Well, you've been fathered from above. Do you know you and the Lord Jesus Christ were womb mates? Born right out of the womb of God Himself. Whole world's waiting on someone to take their sons of God to take their place. Whole world's waiting on it. Amen. One translation said the whole world's waiting on just a glimpse of a son of God. Say, I'd like to see one of them that's talked about here that knows his grace, knows his rights, knows his authority. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That can stand up and do what the Lord Jesus did. See, Jesus said, the works I do, you're going to do. Then he said, greater works than these that I've done, you're going to do. Well, how are you going to do that? Because a greater one lives in you now. Praise God. 19th verse again. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. You're not going to attain righteousness. You're made that way. You know, I was made a man and it ain't nothing nobody can do about it. I'm one of them. Ain't nobody ever asked me, said, are you a, a, a woman? If they did, you'd hear about them. He got his eyes crossed. <laughs> Amen. How many of you know you've been made a righteous man? That's right. Well, I'm trying. I asked the poor Pentecost woman. I love that woman. She prayed me in the king. I said, dear sister, are you a righteous woman? She broke down, went to cry and said, oh my God, I try to be. Well, this ain't you trying to be nothing. This is a free gift. Now let's do him again. 19th verse. For as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. So by the obedience of one shall many be made, not become, or one of these days, or if they live right, or they live wrong, or if they do everything right, they're made that way. You know you got to be made righteous before you can get saved. You're not going to get saved and then be made righteous. That's not the way God operates. He was personally present in Christ restoring the world to favor. We ain't never told them. We never told them the truth. That they are favorite with God now. 20th verse. Moreover the law entered that the offense may abound. But where the sin abound, grace, something happened, did much more abound. It's bigger than what happened. It's bigger than sin, folks. It's bigger than failure. 21st verse. That as sin hath ruled unto death, reigned, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. Praise God. Righteousness gives you a permanent right standing with God. Righteousness and grace gives you favorite son status. See, 2 Corinthians 5, 21 said he was made sin for us who knew no sin that you could be made the very righteousness of God. See, righteousness and grace gives you a permanent right standing with God. Permanent. 
favorite son status. Favorite. You can't get any more favorite than what Jesus has gotten you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 God gives you grace. God gives you righteousness. God gives you permanent standing with Him. Hallelujah. It makes you a favorite. Turn with me, if you will, to Ephesians, the second chapter. Everybody knows this scripture. Everybody can quote it. Ain't many folks know it, but everybody can quote it. Ephesians 2, 8, well, starting the seventh verse. That in the ages to come, what are you going to do in the ages to come? My tomorrows, heaven, everywhere, everything in the future. In the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace. You ever hear preachers talking about when you walk before the throne of God and he's going to open the books on you? You know what he's going to see? Right by your name, it's going to say grace. Yeah, but I failed so many times. Yeah, and I know what he's going to say right there. What? Righteous man. You know, sin in the New Testament is missing the mark. God ain't going to hold nothing against you when you miss it. He he. well, don't it bother God sin? No, he thinks the blood of Jesus paid for it, folks. He thinks it's handled. He thinks you've got grace. Through the... I mean, throughout of eternity, he's going to show you the grace of God. Listen to him again. That in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace. Exceeding riches. I can't stand up here and tell you how exceeding rich it is. I can't. It boggles my mind. I ain't got enough sense to get up here and explain it in words. I ask the Lord all the time. Lord, my God, you're going to have to help me with this thing. I, ain't, I know I ain't getting it across. If I was, these folks would kick all these chairs down and bite someone on the ear, or they'd just have a runaway fit or something. My God, they'd go wild. You ought to be the most wild-eyed, enthusiastic optimist that it can be in the universe. My God, what God's done. I ain't got enough words to tell you. Sometimes I feel like just saying, nah, I don't know what to say. Here it is. Throughout ages, he's going to show you the exceeding riches. Exceeding, exceeding. What does that mean? Exceeds what you can think. You can't think good enough. Well, how is he going to do that? You're going to wake up one day and find out how much God loves you. Bless God. Hallelujah. Said he was in Christ, hugging the world to himself. Praise God. Said that in ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us through Christ Jesus. He ain't going to do nothing else in Christ. He's done it, it's finished. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not yourselves, gift of God. Ninth verse, not of works, lest any man should boast. Not by what you've done, 
not by what you can do or not by what you've handled or what you've tried to do. Folks, listen to me. I want you to live right. I want you to, but I want you to do it because something on the inside of you is bigger than any problem that can come to the outside. That you've got a hold to what our God has done. Praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Grace, according to W.E. Vines, Expository Dictionary of New Testament Words, he is an expert on the Greek language. We get our Bible out of the Greek and translate it in, into our English language. And one of the things we do wrong, we translate it over and we've got a King James Bible and we don't talk like that. Any of y'all say, how are thou doing today, O ones of God? We don't talk like that. We don't talk Elizabethan. Amen. It's a, hundreds of translations that correct some of that stuff. Anyway, anyway, praise God. The word grace and joy is the same root word, C-H-A-R-I-S. Vine said the word grace means causes you to become a favorite by the one who bestows the unmerited gift upon. Now listen to the one who bestowed it on you. See, nothing we have done deserves the gift. It's all God the Father's doings. He wanted to make that clear. This word grace... It's all God. It's the way God wants Well, that ain't the way I was trained. Well, forget how you was trained. You get a hold of what God said. It does not matter. See, God wants you to think like Jesus thought. You know what a a, a Philippians 2, 5 said? Huh? Said Jesus laid aside all his deity and said, let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus, who thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. So grace means it caused you to become a favorite by the one who bestows the unmerited gift. That means you didn't merit it. It isn't in it, not by works of righteousness you've done, not by anything you've done, not by you trying to live right, not by you doing wrong, right. No, no matter what you've done, bless God, grace of God's given to you. Well, what am I going to do with it? I'm going to accept the free gift. I'm going to receive it. I'm not going to frustrate the grace of God. God's saying, here's the gift. Here it is. Here's a gift. What is grace? What is grace? My unconditional love. See, he said, it's my pleasure to give you the kingdom. Said, I got something you need. What do you need? Grace. Well, if you'd have done it, you couldn't have kept it in, in force anyway. How many of you never have sinned since you've been saved. Raise your hand. I'll go get upstairs. We've got some altars. We'll put them right down in and call an altar call for liars. See. 
Amen? Well, I ain't missed it much. Well, that much got you if you under the law. See, not by works of righteousness, which we've done, but by his free gift. Listen, listen, listen. This is what God wants. This is the way he wants it. If he didn't want it this way, he wouldn't have done it. Do you know Jesus Christ was the lamb slain before the foundation of the world? God handled this thing way under a long time ago. Praise God. Praise God. So, grace makes you a favorite, gives you goodwill, love and kindness, unconditional love. You know, when the angels came and announced Jesus, what'd they say? Boy, Jesus is going to judge y'all now, boys. I'm going to get y'all now. Yeah, you bunch of Jews, y'all have killed all the prophets. You've done all these wrong. You wouldn't go into the promised land. You wouldn't accept my leaders. You have killed the prophets and all the teachers. You've done it all. I'll get you now. No, he said, angel said, peace on earth. Goodwill towards man. He sent angels and said, I'm going to announce this, this child here. Now this child right here is going to be grace. Goodwill towards men. Goodwill. God's will. God's goodwill on you. Amen. Well, hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Praise God. We'll finish this up tonight. Hallelujah. Praise God. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Just say this under your breath to God. My Father, this morning, I accept the free gift. I accept your unconditional love. From this day forward, I'll think this way. I will not think the way the world thinks. I'll not think like religion. From this day forward, I accept your grace. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Well, stand up on your feet.